You've tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. The future comes, and now my watch begins. It shall not end until my death. I shall miss no game, withhold no news, report all rumors. I shall wear no jerseys and plead allegiance to no side. I shall live and die on my webpage. I am the word in the darkness. I am the watcher of the TV. I am the megaphone that informs the realms of geek. I pledge my hands and name to the Geek's Watch, for the Geeks and all the Geeks to come. Welcome back for another shift on the Geek's Watch. Uh, we're here still talking about Castle Rock on Hulu. What? This is episode five uh, for Castle Rock. Uh, the name of this episode? The Harvest. The Harvest. So we went from color, local color, to the box, to the harvest. Uh, do you have any speculation on why it's called The Harvest, John? Because the Reapers come. Oh. Ooh. All right. Well, as you heard, that was John, always with me, and now <laughs> always with us. Steven. That's me. All right. Hey. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and talk about some geek news because I think we got a lot to talk about before we get to our episode. First thing we want to talk about, Hugh Jackman had a huge announcement he was going to make on Thursday morning's Today Show on NBC. Nerds everywhere were hoping that he was going to be coming <laughs> back as, as, as Wolverine. This geek in particular knew that that wasn't going to be it. No, he's never going to again. No, he's done. He's he's done being Wolverine, right? You, you get a cameo, guys. That's the most you get. I want him to cameo as Hugh Jackman in in the next Deadpool <laughs> whatever thing. And like Deadpool just keeps coming up to him and be like, "Hey, you should be you should be Wolverine again. You should be Wolverine again." And or he's maybe like, "Just try to get his autograph." Or just get his yeah, autograph. Yeah. That's fine too. I mean, he d- he did only turn down the idea of him playing Wolverine again in the next Deadpool thing. So it's not a no to that, right? It's not a no to being Hugh Jackman. Yeah. He doesn't need to work out for that, right? He could be the new Stan Lee cameo. I mean, besides Stan Lee, he's probably been in most more Marvel movies than anyone else. Uh, that's, I would say that's probably yeah, yeah pretty accurate. Can we call those Fox movies Marvel movies? <laughs> well, if you saw the Once Upon a Te- Once Upon a Deadpool trailer, it's it, it is Marvel movies, but <laughs> it's but it but it's Fox Marvel, so it sucks. Yeah, <laughs> what French Savage says. Um, but no, his big announcement is that he's doing a musical world tour where he's going to be doing songs from The Greatest Showman, Les Mis, mm. The Boy From Oz, his other Broadway stuff, because that's really what he is. He loves performing music, comedy, stuff like that. Did this really warrant a special announcement and all of that jazz, though? I mean, this sounds like this is something his press agent could have just put out on a tweet and oh yeah but this this way it built it up people yeah. were hoping that it was going to be a wolverine thing and then they bait and switch and you still got the information i but. mean as we see from other companies like uh bethesda and uh, activision and <laughs> don't bait and switch <laughs> yeah don't bait and switch yeah. but see i haven't heard any backlash on this though What's well, because no, nobody doesn't love Hugh Jackman. That's true. He's someone, very someone, charming. Someone can be disappointed. Like, I'm, I'm sad it's not that. But they're not going to be mad at Hugh Jackman. And what I feel like it is is that the half the nerds that were, help, uh, that were expecting a Wolverine announcement, the other half were like, oh, no, we love him for his theater stuff. Like, his <laughs> musical theater stuff. So we're happy. I feel like it's less than half, but... Well. I, well, okay. Even if it's less than half of the nerds, it's it's a lot of normals that <laughs> are happy about the musical <laughs> the, stuff. The normies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, like, because I, I mean, I, Greatest Showman did really well in the box office, so people love that. It's true. He's he's won many Tonys for his uh, Broadway stuff. So, I mean, it's I, it's interesting. And you said something about or one of you said something about old Hollywood. Oh, like, me. The comparison. Yeah, and yeah. He's he's basically an old like like song and dancey guy. So it's like like uh, was uh, Crosby. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Like he, he he does everything. That's that's what he does. And sometimes he just happens to be real buff with metal in his forearms <laughs> that sometimes poke out between his fingers. Do you, was it uh, was it the MTV Movie Awards that he did like the whole opening number as a musical and he talks about being a, a Wolverine though also like he loves to sing but he also did the. I think it was in the Oscars. Was that the Oscars? Yeah, he hosted the Oscars and it, uh, he did a song and dance number to introduce a bunch of movies. Wolverine. <laughs> Fair enough. It's cool. He's the Wolverine we all deserved. Yeah. Actually, I mean, he was like, I remember, I still remember in the early days of the internet when uh, the cast was announced and everybody was like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He got a lot of hate. Because like, he's too tall? He's, so, he's too, like 6'2", right? He, 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 was, tall. he was too tall, not hairy enough, not buff enough. And I mean, yeah, he wasn't like super cut like a god in the first movie because it he was the like first one. It well, was, it was also all that black leather that he didn't... He, it's not like he took off his shirt. It's like he's wearing that black leather jacket most of the time. We see him in the beginning. Like in, in, in the beginning of the oh, stuff. And he's, he's just got like, the little the, like, hoodie on and whatnot. What yeah. they call you, wheels? Yeah. That scene. Yeah, then when he wakes up shirtless in the lab. and well, he's fighting in the cage too. Yeah. Mm. But um, yeah, it's, I remember way back when when like nobody liked them even though they'd never actually seen him. Yeah, well, and then now nobody can imagine anyone else except him playing the part. I can. I think I think Kit Harrington would be great. He looks sad all the time. Wolverine has a reason to be sad, but he doesn't look like it. <laughs> well, Kit Harrington consistently looks like he's he's posing for a men's cologne ad. He probably is. That's, 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 I'm he, not saying make more movies about Wolverine. I just need Wolverine to be in the movie somewhere. I mean, like Adamantium by Kelvin Klein. <laughs> Ad- Adamantine. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, yeah, Hugh Jackman. He's he's doing the thing that he loves, so that's awesome. And he is the best at what he does. <laughs> that's and true. What he does is sing show tunes. <laughs> definitely sing show tunes. <laughs> Spider Man Into the Spider Verse has not come out for uh, mm-hmm. general audiences yet. Critics uh, have seen it now. Their their art book, however, it's just sold in just droves. Really? Yeah, they released the art book like I want to say better part of a month ago, and people just lapped it up. Because that movie's got art on art on art. It's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. And uh, everybody that has seen it in early screens has, has only raved about it. People were saying best animated movie of the year kind of thing. Uh, and because of that, Sony is just, they're like already greenlit a sequel, a straight up sequel for uh, Spider-Verse. And then mm-hmm. a spinoff, which will be all female spiders mm-hmm. led by uh, Ghost Spider Gwen Stacy mm-hmm. or... What I also heard is that it will be they will focus on three main female spiders, with appearances from right, right. So it wouldn't be just Gwen Stacy; it'd be Gwen Stacy, uh, I think maybe Maddie and uh, maybe Mayday Parker. Or yeah, that was that was one they talked about in the article that I had read about it. Okay. So they talked about Mayday, um, and then um, whoever's the canonical Spider Woman right now. Oh, they talked about. Jessica Drew. Sure, but see, Jessica Drew is is difficult because Jessica Drew, I believe, is still a straight up Disney Marvel owned mm, character because gotcha. she doesn't have spider powers in the same way that we know other spider characters to have spider powers. Yeah, she's not like a mutant or anything. Right, she she has, I think she she does have bolts, but that's about it. Oh, yeah, I was gonna like, say she shoots like 
some kind of yeah. like web looking spark or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's like uh yeah, like uh, cuz Miles has that too. It's like a it's like he calls it his venom sting or mm-hmm. something like that, but she had it first and I think that's the only I don't know if I don't even know if she wall crawls or not. I should, if if it's the Spider-Woman that I'm thinking of, I just remember all those covers like Two years ago or whatever, where she yeah, she got that the artist got in trouble for. Oh, oh no, 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 I'm talking about the one where she was the ones where she was pregnant. Oh, I don't know if that's her or not. What, what what's the color costume? Orange and yellow. She had like a jacket. It was like a red jacket, like red and black. Red jacket. hair or black hair? Uh, black hair. Okay, yeah, it's Jessica Drew. Okay, because Julie, Julie Carpenter, which no one really ever talks about anymore, she was a Spider Woman too, and she's the one that wears the she has the red hair and wears the venom like looking suit. Hmm. Uh yeah, I mean, what do you guys think about this movie? Neither one, uh, none of the three of us have seen it yet, but obviously you looked at the book, or I'm very at least, excited. Yeah, I, I couldn't be more jazzed about this. Uh, they have Joaquin dos Santos from Avatar and Voltron. That's right, and then uh, Lauren Montgomery is the other person who's going to be helming the the sequel? Spider Ladies one. Oh, the Spider. Yeah. I thought he, I thought. Oh, so Joaquin dos Santos is going to do the, the sequel. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he'll be painting that, and now he's free because Voltron is over. That's but true. But he, he's bringing the Voltron team with him. Which people love that Voltron show. Mm-hmm. I've not seen an episode. Oh, that's not true. I've seen a episode. I like it a lot, but it's okay at best. I like Tyler Bean. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I really like Tyler Bean. Uh, what about you, John? Any, any insight or opinions on sequels or spinoff shows to or spinoff movies to Enter the Spider Verse? I just want to see Enter the Spider Verse and see okay. how that turns out. Like it just looks really cool. I haven't. I, I mean. I, I, I don't know if it's a theory. I have a hunch. I don't even know if it's a hunch. I have a feeling that uh, Tom Hardy's Venom will show up, at least for a scene. Like, just show up. Because it's, it's Spider-Verse. It's a whole bunch of different Spider-Mans from the different I feel dimensions. Like they already have so many things in there. But, like, I feel like there's going to be a scene but where... There's, so far, there's no connection between Tom Hardy's Venom, though, and anything having to do with the Spider-Verse. And I feel That's like fair. this is the way that they would do it. Is like somehow link them together this way. Speaking of Venom, is what crossed eight hundred million now worldwide. So that is a huge success for Sony. It's uh, terrible. <laughs> I mean, it's, <laughs> it's definitely not the Venom movie I wanted to see, but I knew that going in, so I just I enjoyed it just because it was so bad. You just have no choice. I it's not so much that I didn't have a choice. Like I really, I, I think we talked about this before when we ta- we talked about the episode. I just have no like. Uh, kinship or you know um uh, like affinity affinity thank you for for venom as a character in, in general so i just like I, I didn't care where they were going to go with the character See, i just i, I would have rather preferred a more hard-hitting like i i don't i'm not one of these people that's like oh that should have been an r-rated movie i just feel like they could have done better with it well that was exactly my thing too like i don't i don't mind and i expect changes to happen with you know continuity or origins or whatever it was just a bad movie overall. Like, oh, it really is. Just it, awful. It, just as a movie, there's so much plot that's just dropped and unconnected, and you're just making assumptions because you know the idea of what Venom is. Yeah, like it, it's that's it, yeah, it's did, harsh. However, did, did you guys see Upgrade? I did. That, I love that. It. Seems like the better Venom movie. That would have been the yeah. That is the greater Venom movie, but mm-hmm. that's definitely rated R. Oh yeah, like, oh yeah. And, and that's <laughs> that's the argument that people would use. Like, well, well that's R rated. You couldn't do that with. You can do similar things. I feel like Upgrade would have been fine if I didn't see the guy's jaw get cut off. Oh or yeah, whatever. of course. It still would have been a good movie. You could you could have done a lot of that. A lot of that without blood. I mean, we do we see that in 
superhero movies now. Mm-hmm. Like, you think you get punched by Iron Man, you're not going to have a, a, your face caved in and blood's yeah. in me ever? No. You, you stop having ribs. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, okay, one of the biggest examples is uh, Inf- Infinity War. Uh, spoiler alert, if you're one of the three people that has not watched Infinity War yet, but when Thanos throws Gamora off the cliff, you know, she, they, uh, they, they, the camera zooms in on her at the bottom of the pit. They're using her hair, her red colored hair, to in place of blood to get that PG thirteen rating, as opposed to her head caving in as it hit the ground would be a bloody mess. Yeah, so every, there's everything. ways to do it. Yeah, there, should, there should have been organs spread out all yeah, over. Exactly. Yeah. There's ways to do it, and it would have been fine. You you could have had. You could have had him eat people, which that's another thing. Did he eat that guy in the in the convenience store? I don't know. I mean, at the end of it, the body's gone. But it's it could just be off camera. Like it, I do, she's she the lady in the convenience store is acting real nonchalant for someone just <laughs> watching getting eaten in front of him. And I wonder too because I mean, Venom in the comics doesn't really act this way. Or well, if you read Lethal Protector, which I did right before that movie came out. It kind he kind of does, which is weird because it's not the way that you 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 think of Venom. Yeah, but Venom is basically just a suit. In this case, it almost seems like he metamorphoses like a werewolf. Oh, would. you're right. Yeah, so that, that way. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, one of the things that bothers me is like, okay, so if Venom just ate that thing, then that guy is now inside Tom Hardy's stomach. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a he's a cannibal now. Yeah, that's uh, so. Uh, I, I don't know. I just feel like it, it'd be smart of Sony to connect these in just a, in just that way. Just to be like, oh, look, we can go to any it, spider person it could because be, it's all connected through interdimensional stuff. It could be as simple as like a TV screen in the back when some characters run past a like a place that's selling TVs. No place does that anymore in the window. Yeah. And they just see like a news report talking about some event from yeah. the movie. That's true too. But I just meant like he's coming in from another dimension, like mm. his dimension or whatever. But that works as well. So uh, I, I guess we're excited for this, for Spider-Verse and then the two two sequels. I'm excited for all that. of them. <laughs> Everything. Um, Everything so- Spider-Man. Sony could only screw things up from here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, after Amazing Spider-Man, they really couldn't go that much further down, right? Yeah. But you guys seem to like it. And I mean, you listeners. I didn't like Amazing Spider-Man. Sony's going mean, to say, hold my beer. Oh. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Okay. Disney Plus. It's a streaming service that Disney's going to be coming out with. It's reportedly end of 2019. It's so far away. So, sounds right, right? It's just, that's crazy far away. So, Fandom went ahead and made an infograph for everybody to share that essentially... Um, Shows you everything that's been greenlit or close to greenlit on the streaming service as a TV show. Now, bear in mind, they've also Disney's also said that nothing will ever go above PG thirteen on their streaming site, so you will never get any mature content. Hmm. So, straight up Disney stuff will be a Mighty Ducks TV show, which would be based off the movie, not off the old cartoon. A high School Musical TV show, High Fidelity, which I thought this one was weird. Like John Cusack's owning a, a record time. show, yeah. like record or record store. Well, record stores have definitely come back into fashion, but I don't think that's what that'll be though. I think this will be just a music related thing. I don't think that there will be a store. Oh, really? If if it is, I think it'll maybe be he'll like, have like a music podcast or something. Yeah, like that, or like or something like you like you said, like just a record store where someone goes to like like buy some records. I don't think that there will be a high focus on the record store. 
Okay. Maybe it won't be music at all. It'll just be getting the highest definition, like TVs and (laughs) (laughs) Blu-rays. A great surround sound system for your your house. People can learn about FLAC as an audio format. I don't know what ink and paint will be. I assume it's a more of a reality show about drawing or artists. It wasn't the ink that. and paint club, the place that uh, Eddie Valiant goes to in uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit to go see Jessica Rabbit what? perform. That's a deep cut. I don't know. <laughs> it's been a while since I watched Who yeah, Framed Roger Rabbit. The Roger ink and Rabbit. paint club. The uh, the code word to get in was Walt sent me or something like that. <laughs> What's it? Uh, Walt like Disney's that. Imagineering docuseries. Ooh, that uh, sounds cool. Yeah, and then ABC Studios docuseries. I'm okay with both of those. Yeah, I like. I didn't know that they were d- going to do any kind of like documentary thing in there. I mean, that's really interesting. It seems like those would be the easiest to produce. Yeah, you stretch out the content. Yeah, you're already making the other content. So Star Wars wise, we're getting the Mandalorian. Woo! <laughs> uh, which recently they announced that nick nolte has been cast in the show yeah he'll be joining uh, pedro pascal and gina carano gina carano my wife <laughs> let it go mitch oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah so they're getting some i don't know if star power is the right word for it anymore but someone that's established in the business mm-hmm. you know kind of a well-known yeah but older actor. nick nolte's i mean he's well known but is he well known for good like good reasons. I only know that mugshot, man. Yeah, I <laughs> that's mean, all I got. Well. After the mugshot came uh, the Hulk. Angley's the Hulk. Like that mm-hmm. was not good for him. Hey, but Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. You're right. Yeah. But like I loved him in Warrior. I don't know if you guys watched that. That was a MMA fighting movie with, oh, with yeah. Tom Hardy and ter- uh, Joel Edgerton. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good movie. Uh, Star Wars: The Clone Wars. I don't know if this is new seasons. Yes. Okay. It's uh, it's gonna be the climax to the previous. Uh, iteration of the show which was left unresolved so this should tie up all the loose ends and oh and this was the big surprise they had at San Diego Comic Con right like yes. they, they released a trailer saying hey we're coming back some shit that's right yes uh, they already had like a trailer for it and it's gonna finish up uh, and essentially lead up to the beginning of episode 3 Revenge of the Sith ah okay uh, and then a Rogue Run series which we talked about previously with um, Andy and Kaz no Kazdi and Andor Cassian Andor, yeah. Cassian Andor. Diego Luna. Diego Luna. Uh, which, he, they just had him on the Daily Show, and I wanted him to ask him some questions about it, but all he talked about was Narcos Mexico, <laughs> which is fine. It's a good show, but I wanted him to ask him something about Rogue One. It, well, th- those are the secrets. They're still developing. Stuff. Oh, fair enough. Um, the other one I wanted to bring up for Star Wars things was, uh, well, I forget the name of the, the thing was. It's uh, on YouTube. There's a new, like, six minutes at a time. Oh, the Star Wars kids thing? Yeah. It's yeah. so good. It's, it's really animated good. so well. Uh, it's called uh, Star Wars Galaxy of Adventures. I don't know what this is. Uh, and, um, so it's an animated series. Basically, communicate the first three movies to a generation of kids who aren't going to necessarily sit down for a slower paced. Uh, but the unfortunate movie. thing is that their parents will make them sit down because there's such love for Star Wars. Yeah, it's good I'm with though. You on that one, man. In spite of mm. all that, like the animation's actually really. Like, oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like one of them that I saw was. Uh, you see the Vader one? Yeah. The Vader one was nuts. <laughs> it, it's, it's essentially an animated version of the end scene of Rogue One. And it's it works even better in animation. It wow. looks really cool. That's interesting. And it looks like if you look if you saw like just like a freeze frame of it or something, you'd think like, oh, it's like a like a golden kids cover or something. Yeah. It like there's no hard lines to any of the images. But dude, they they killed it. It's so good. And they're gonna be coming out over time. Before we move on to uh, uh, Marvel stuff on the channel, uh, I wanted to talk about the leaked picture mm. from 
I don't know. I don't know if it's it, well. It's obviously some kind of cut scene from or deleted scene from uh, the Force Awakens that shows Robert Bowler, Balter, Bowter, uh, as a young Luke Skywalker from the Force Awakens. John, as our resident Star Wars, Bolter, Bolter. It's there's a U in there. That's why I keep Balter. I, I think is it A? It's A. It's O U. I would read <laughs> it like <laughs> I would read it like Boulder with a hard T. So Bolter, Bolter. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. Uh, but yeah, what do you think of this image? I hate it. Oh, <laughs> I don't like. I don't like the way that actor looks. He, like I said earlier, uh, off the air, uh, only for like prime members. Um, <laughs> get, get the pre-show. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he looks a little That's too a much. Bad like idea. We should have web cameras up and while, while we're talking about as we're working producing or getting the show together. Get that big brother. That's vibe. a Patreon thing. Then we're gonna the start Patreon. doing. There you go. Yeah, I I'll can show them my there. helicopter trick. Hey, it'll be. It'll be NC-17 content. <laughs> Get your parents' permission, kids. Did you know that we did the show in the nude? <laughs> well, you do now. Um, yeah, he looks a little too much like Billy Boyd, otherwise known as uh, Pippin from Lord of the Rings. He's just got weird kind of curlyish hair and... The jawline looks all wrong. To me, it doesn't I mean, look like Mark Hamill. They couldn't get, just get a clone of Mark Hamill. Well, well we have one. We were talking about this. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, Sebastian Stan <laughs> is the perfect young Mark Hamill. I think those pictures are very heavily photoshopped to make Sebastian <laughs> Stan look like Mark Hamill. Well, it'd look a lot better than this guy with a little <laughs> bit of prosthetics. This guy just doesn't do it. Sebastian Stan is a little busy filming Winter Soldier stuff, okay? Winter Soldier is 1 through 17 movies. <laughs> but no, like, um, I think that this, this one... I understand people take issue with it. The only thing I would say is he looks more like him than he looks like Har- than Harrison Ford looks like that guy from Solo. Oh yeah, Alden Ehrenreich. Yeah, Aaron Reich? Aaron yeah. Reich, whatever. Yeah, one of those guys. Alden Ehrenrich, Ehrenreich, Aaron Bright. I don't know if it's Reich or Rich, but I, I honestly think that that movie gets way too much bad press when it was it was just fine for me. Solo, Solo. That's was all Star just Wars fine. movies ever. They get they get too much good press too when they're just fine. <laughs> no solo wasn't the worst thing ever but going back to this thing here so in context to what this thing looks like it was shot for uh there's that scene in the force awakens where ray's having that vision uh that mm. leads her to the lightsaber and there's a very brief cut where the background turns into one of the hallways on bespin where vader and luke have their first confrontation and it looks like, based on what he's wearing there, that it was going to take place in that, and she was going to see them fighting. Uh, and in the novelization, it's actually worded in such a way where she doesn't know what she's seeing, but she's describing the duel between Anakin and Luke. Hmm. So it sounds like this is what they were filming, and they just decided to cut it out and just keep it more mysterious. Um, you do hear during that flashback or that weird force vision, um, the voice of Anakin saying, Ray. Uh, the original Anakin, or um, Obi-Wan, actually, was saying Ray, uh, Alec Guinness. But uh, they used that from, like, existing audio and just kind of, like, cut it so that it's hmm. just the first syllable, which came out as Ray. And um, somebody else's voice, too, I think maybe it was Qui-Gon or something, was also heard briefly. Mm. Uh, but you really have to dissect it. Like, that was not apparent. And, um, yeah, so it looks like it was from that. Um, it could have worked, but at the same time, not because when it's not a visual medium, you can be a lot more vague 
And, you know, Ray's just describing two people fighting in the distance. And, you know, we can kind of infer like, oh, I wonder if that's uh, Vader and Luke's fight that she's witnessing somehow. Um, here, it would have been much more apparent because, I mean, he's wearing the Bespin costume. Um, he's obviously supposed to look like Luke. He's even got some of the facial bruising. He, that, he definitely has mm-hmm. that, yeah, facial yeah, that, scarring uh, or whatever. It's like Prince Zuko. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that <laughs> I think that would have upset some people that were like already hating on the movie. Is like, oh yeah, they had to of course show a, a Luke and Vader having a fight in there <laughs> to call back to uh, you know the best, arguably the best of the Star Wars movies, Empire Strikes Back. So you know, I've if as long as I've ever talked to people about Star Wars, I like, or at least the people in my close circle, it's always been Empire is the best. But then. I've only recently, like within the last five years, I've heard a lot more people talk about how uh, Jedi is the best. Like, I like Jedi best. Do you like Jedi mm-hmm. best? Yeah. See, there you go. It takes all kinds. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm just some like I like I'm a scrub who watched them on VHS for the first time when they re-released them when I was a kid. So don't don't ask me. Uh, you just like Ewoks. <laughs> like I, I I saw Han Solo talk to Jabba. And Jabba was a big old slug man in front of the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> like that's that's the only thing I ever saw. Yeah, that's that. your version of it. Yeah. Uh, okay. So there's that. If you want to look at that picture of this actor, you can. It's on the internet. But you're gonna hate yourself for it. <laughs> so Marvel's part of Disney Plus includes uh, three shows that we've talked about: Loki, um, Winter Soldier, and Falcon, and Scarlet Witch. All characters that. Uh, oh, okay. So alert. I've just now realized that, that it's confirmed if it has the little mark. So gotcha. So Loki's the only one that's confirmed. Winter Soldier and Falcon, and then Scarlet Witch is not confirmed yet. So Mighty Ducks is confirmed. High School F- Musical is confirmed. High Fidelity is confirmed. But Ink, Ink and Paint and the two docu series are not confirmed. However, all the Star Wars ones that we mentioned have been confirmed. Trash garbage. I'm never gonna have Disney Plus. <laughs> I don't I'm think I'm gonna get it. I mean, I'm gonna hate myself because I want to. I want to watch The Mandalorian and I want to watch these. I'll uh, bite the bullet and I'll be the one that gets the subscription to this. And thing. then we'll watch it off with you. Yeah. Okay. Can, I cannot come over to my uh, my room at my parents' house and watch it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yes, Loki has definitely been confirmed, which is interesting because we just had the Russo brothers at a Q and A for Collider as they re- as they did a. Um, presentation of infinity war mm. and uh the russo brothers did a two-hour q a uh, one of the things that was asked is is loki dead or is he parading around as bruce banner in infinity war which would they really answer that question if it if that was true but what they said was no loki died you saw loki die at the beginning of the movie and that's for sure so did the other three that they're rumored to have shows coming out that's also true <laughs> but uh he obviously died in a very different way than the other three. True that. So I have to assume that the Loki movie takes place in a different point in time. Yeah. That's what I have to assume. Well, what if they did a movie? I mean, Loki is the, the source of like, what is it? Norwegian legend of, you know, Scandinavian legend like him and Thor and Odin all come from like that area. Yeah, they're Norse mm-hmm. gods. So it's assuming that those legends are based on real things that happened in this fictional history timeline. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they're they're gonna go back to him causing mischief back in the OG days. I mean, why not? Like that would be something that could happen. It's not, you know, it'd it, be interesting yeah. for sure. It yeah, can be much me. more low tech. You wouldn't have to worry about having futuristic settings. It could all be filmed on like Xena Warrior Princess sets. <laughs> do, you think, do you feel like Tom Hilson would want to come out and do the, do those things? He did Kong. 
<laughs> Kong Skull Island like is Kong. a good movie. I like Kong, but he did it. <laughs> I mean, he's got valid point to his argument. <laughs> he did sign that Disney contract in blood, though. So, I yeah, mean, yeah. It, it, whether he wants to do something or not is kind of irrelevant at this point. <laughs> That's true. I don't know. Look at uh, Dave Bautista. He signed a contract, too, but he's... Oh, he's working on getting getting out of that. That's a whole different situation, though. That's 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 bad. Yeah, uh, I, I'm all for a Winter Soldier Falcon TV show if they can get it going. Uh, it to me, it's like them battling over not battling, but like arguing over who's going to be the next Cap, or they're both Cap in a different way. Like one is the more secretive one, does secret missions, where the other one is the more face, and he's presented on camera and stuff like that. I think it'd be like the Odd Couple. Uh, it could Stay definitely to be the that moon. too. <laughs> <laughs> it's the honeymooners. Yeah. <laughs> and it turns out that Bucky's actually like a raging racist from like the 1940s. <laughs> this just hasn't been brought it's up. Not yet. unheard of. <laughs> uh, and then the Scarlet Witch show. It's, I really don't know what that that show could be about. Which is also interesting if they did that because I believe um, uh, what is her name? Elizabeth Olsen. Thank you. Elizabeth Olsen has a TV show on the Facebook uh, app series app or whatever too so that's two shows that you'd have it going at the same time this this show will just follow when she lost her accent ah, the time between that would, <laughs> How work, it that would work out she just got hit in the head really hard <laughs> and then we go over to pixar and i had no idea but these are both confirmed but these are a, com- these have the asterisks these have the asterisks it's a mm-hmm. monsters inc tv show and a the muppets tv show now the muppets being part of pixar seems new yeah it's gonna be animated what, yeah didn't they still belong to seth rogan and those guys or whatever jim henson seth seth rogan yeah or am i thinking of the wrong thing probably the muppets they no. just did like the live action movie a little while back Se- because they jason picked- siegel yeah them? yeah so they, they had he picked was up writer on it but i don't think i don't, he think, he, any... I didn't, I didn't think they had any I th- it was always it's been disney for a very long time hmm i don't know maybe maybe there's like just some tiny little tidbit of things that i'm thinking of that's that I'm conflating into more. Maybe. Something, maybe I mean, something but, to do with uh, that. Uh, what was that movie that was very terrible? Oh, the, oh, the uh, recent one? Yeah. What was Happy Time Murders? Happy Time Murders, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe. I mean, maybe well, they have that, something to do with that. That wasn't that. No, like, oh. they, like they had like um, Seth Rogen in some way, shape, or form, or his production company had a big hand in the Muppet stuff. Oh. But I don't know how far that ownership or involvement stretches. It seems okay. correct to me that you should have a group of stoners in charge of something like the Muppets, but I don't think that's what's <laughs> happening. Uh, but I, I, I guess if it's animated, it, which is, I mean, that's, okay. How I was first introduced to the Muppets was Muppet, Muppet Babies. Babies. Yeah, <laughs> so I understand an animated version, but I sh- I'm I'm most positive that everybody wants uh, puppets. That was also my first exposure to meta humor. True. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they like they address like the weird thing with like the Nana or whatever it is. You never see her past the knees. Yeah, yeah. all those movie like clips <clears throat> that they would show in her right. cut. So, uh, are you excited about either one of those shows? Uh, Monsters Inc. Like whatever. Like I, that's not really my jam when it comes to Pixar. Do you think Billy Crystal and, and John Goodman come back, or do they? Do we follow two? Uh, do we follow other characters in that world? Um, that's a good question. I, I mean, it's not a very big world that they could have like all kinds of crazy different adventures, especially if it takes place after the events of the first movie, which is they no longer need to scare kids. They get to, they, they make kids laugh. Yeah, so it's going to be just them going out and just doing their standard routines. No, it'll probably be like more like the 
I don't think we're going to have Billy Crystal and John Goodman as being like central characters. They'll probably be just the ins and outs of just working at Monster Apocalypse or whatever the city's called, the the plant. Monsteropolis. The, yeah. And then, yeah, Monsters, Inc. or whatever. So. I, I, John Goodman could come back. I mean, he did Kong. <laughs> 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 no, uh, I, I, be <laughs> hey, what's, what's Brie Larson up to these days? <laughs> she didn't come. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, no, uh, I, I imagine it being more like a, a live action thing, and they tie it in with a bunch of their other stuff. So low production value with puppets. The whatever you do with the puppets, shot, it's done, it's on camera. Are you talking about the Muppets? Or are we mm-hmm. talking? Okay. Uh, and then I think, but you it's get, Pixar. Yeah. Why would they? Why would they do live action? I, I don't think that the people that they work with have to exclusively be doing animated things. Well, maybe they'll do. Uh, maybe they'll start working on like animatronics and have just really detailed facial animations now. Oh, I'm scared. So I just I don't I don't know if Pixar has to be limited to just CG things. I think getting to stretch your brand means that you invent new technologies and stuff. No, no one gets to grow. Ever. I mean, that's that's what Disney has said so far. <laughs> it's like you none of you guys get to grow on your own. Come, Peter Pan come comes out and family. says, Everybody stays a kid. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I, that'd be interesting if they did if they did they branched out and did it did um, actual puppets and, and stuff. Ironically, if they did Monsters Inc. as live action and those were done with puppets. You know what I want the John Monsters Inc. comes back for that. I want the Monsters Inc. Uh, show to be about. I want them to start it off there and then they go through that whole Pixar theory of everything's connected in different ways and like the background images yeah and stuff. Yeah, yeah all that stuff and that's that's where they're gonna go so boo is a little bit older she's gonna investigate she's like you guys have been fucking with me too long <laughs> <laughs> and then she ends up being that old lady and fucking brave like that's what it is i mean i i would like it i don't think they'll do it though it'd be Did great you heard what the theory is for cars is it all, the, all the humans are... after uh, up right or not up but um after wally wally yeah where yeah, the cars they, become they, sentient. They basically, yeah, the technology becomes sentient and they take over and humans die out. Yeah. That's interesting. I, like I mean, it's it. bound to happen. What, what's going to be left of us after? Do they have the Wallaby Way address in, in, in uh, cars? Like, does it pop up somewhere? Ooh, I don't know. I don't think that does. I'd, I'd have to look back. I'm not too brushed up on all my Easter eggs for... Your Pixar Easter eggs? Yeah, the continuities and stuff, but... Uh, I know that there's something in there that ties it back. I know that, like, the... The pizza time truck or whatever yeah, is in like a that. lot pizza of those. Planet? Pizza Planet, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, the, what was in there? There was a few things that kind of tangentially tied together. Um, I think by and large might have been like one of the companies mm. you see somewhere in the background in cars, like mm. one of the sponsors. But uh, yeah, I'm a little iffy on it. Okay, well, there's uh, that's that's it for those streaming. Uh, shows whatever I want an Incredibles show I wouldn't mind an incredible show but one that dives into the mythology that's what I hated about the sequel is that it just didn't it, it was so surface level like I want to know more about the origins of the supers the, the different supers that That'd existed kind of cool like pre, pre the the superhero act like yeah. where they got rid of everything so it's not Scobia so much the Incredibles Accords. anymore because the family's not together yet right 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 like, like Mr. Incredible Mr. would Incredible. only be like a background character he'd oh. be one of many and uh, they would go into because there's a really awesome fan theory that ha- says that the uh, the government basically discovered a way to give humans superpowers, which is why a lot of the the supers are actually like former government agents. Mm. Which is why Mister Incredible and Mrs. Incredible know exactly how to infiltrate uh, Syndrome's lair and how to like get into this computer and all that other stuff. Like yeah. they're well trained individuals that just happen to get powers. 
and which is why children with superpowers are like an unknown concept because until then like supers hadn't really started breeding with each other yeah and that's why like dash having super speed wasn't something that the teacher even could understand like how could this be possible like this i don't know how he does it but he's doing it and say well if if you're aware that people can have superpowers, you know, by being born with them, then that's why. But uh, yeah, so something that goes into that, you know, Edna Mode, what exactly her like place in all of this is? Like, is she just a suit designer, or is there something more? Well, I think they also say something about her being a government agent too before she was a suit suit designer. Yeah, I feel like she was. Um, did you guys watch? Uh, was it Black Lightning? Yeah. Uh, I feel like she's she's James Remar's character. Yeah, yeah, that's that's that. That could definitely be it. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like they have a lot that they can do with it, um, but they probably won't. <laughs> well, I do. I, th- I think it's interesting to be in a world that's um, like post internet, post fan theory things. So anything that someone puts out that's interesting, if it gains mass appeal, all the people who deal with those properties has to steer absolutely clear of that idea, because otherwise it's perceived as being them taking the the idea. So, like, every time someone sends, like, an idea to, like, a person who writes or draws comics, they're like, stop it. Yeah, we can't mm. take these these unsolicited uh, suggestions or mm-hmm. whatever. I heard that that's actually what is one of the motivating factors for how bad, well, uh, you know, depends on who you ask, uh, The Last Jedi came out. Because mm. so many people had so many theories about who Ray's parents were. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, what was going to happen with Snoke, who Snoke was, and his relation to the, the Sith and the mm-hmm. Emperor. That Ryan Johnson was just like, okay, we're going to do exactly the opposite of what everybody thinks. It's nothing. She's not special. He's gone now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Because you're right. Like, uh, so many people had these really detailed things with supporting evidence. Mm-hmm. People were pouring over, like, the original script notes that were released with, the, like, the DVD documentary. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, like so many people are thinking this is how we're going to go that no matter what, we can't make it that. Yeah, I I just I think it's interesting. And I wonder how many awesome things we've missed out because of that kind of thing. I still want the Avatar series with twins that that are both the Avatar. Mm, That'd be awesome. Yeah. And they have to like be together to bring the Avatar out. That's the thing. I don't don't know. They have half a soul in each one of them. Oh, my God, (laughs) it's so good. Uh Speaking of streaming sites, uh, what you call it? Netflix made huge announcements this week. Yeah, they wouldn't stop doing. One of the first <laughs> ones was uh, a Roll Doll connected universe mm-hmm. that they're gonna do. It's uh, shows like the BFG, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, or Charlie Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, Bit my finger. The big friendly giant. <laughs> um, oh, it's not Doom related. Willy Wonka in the glass <laughs> elevator, or is it Charlie? The, the, Charlie great, gla- the, the great glass elevator. The great glass elevator. Yeah. Okay. James and the Giant Peach. James and the Giant Peach. Mm-hmm. Witches. The, the witches. Like just a bunch. Matilda. Matilda again. Yeah. Again, they just won't stop. So yeah, they they they're gonna do a whole universe with that stuff. Uh, Blade Runner animated series. Mm-hmm. Netflix just like they came hard. With the anime stuff. So the biggest thing that got everything started this week was them saying like, oh, no, no, we're, we're going to have Evangelion. That's right. I, I remember being a kid, a kid, a child. Evangelion was way more fresh at this point in time. <laughs> I went to a Best Buy and I had just gotten all this money from my dad's very, very rich family uh, as a Christmas <laughs> present. And I, I was eyeing this set of DVDs and it was $167 wow. to buy Evangelion on the set of DVDs. That never changed. That one set is probably like $500 now. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, so the fact that they're going to have Evangelion that, uh, to be streaming is nuts. Um, and then on top of all that stuff, they came in with uh, saying that they were going to do a Cowboy Bebop 
live action series. Uh, we haven't seen any visuals or anything like that. It's even a silent trailer. Yeah, that every time I clicked on it, I was like, "Is there what? What is wrong with my sound here?" No, it just, you, it just had to unmute, you had to unmute the tab. <laughs> <laughs> never gonna live that down. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, so that happened, and people are already intrigued and a little bit upset about the idea because Kelly Bebop is pretty untouchable. Yeah, um, I mean, from the sounds of it. Okay, so not to sound insensitive mm-hmm. to racial things, but like... Oh, no, they're, they're in the clear. Um, Kawa Bebop, is Shinichiro uh, Watanabe, Watanabe uh-huh. his whole thing was having multicultural people in there. They can okay. cast anyone that they want for this stuff. Have you ever seen a picture of a young Elia Ghoul side by yeah. side? It looks so cool. I'm like, <laughs> dude, they missed it by like 30 years. 40 years. Yeah. Oh, for, for Spike? Yeah, yeah. For yeah. Spike Spiegel. Yeah, it looks so like spot on. Anybody have any suggestions for live action Spike? I think if they're going to go and do this, I trust them. There's no way that they went into this. God, you stop it. (laughs) Why would you put that out in the world? Uh, I'd be okay with it. Wish that evil on me. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no. um, I think that they have to have had some kind of huge plan to get that greenlit. There's no way Netflix is going to go and adapt something and have it just be that bad with something that's that good. I don't know, man. They've... They've adapted all of the things. Death Note was uh, a thing. Huh? Death Note, yeah. Death Note was so a thing that, that happened. That one was a, an adaptation, but I think that they steered so far away from the original thing for it to be this like transformative work. You know, I don't, I don't look at it as comparing the two. I'm just like, well, that one's certainly not this one. <laughs> and that's just like Venom, right? Yeah, I, I, I exactly. Same thing. Okay. Like, uh, can we get the voice uh, acting of Willem Dafoe and bring it over to like an English dub of the anime? And I think we'd be sad. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. I love that idea. Uh, I've heard or seen or saw rumor of not rumor, but like people suggesting uh, Keanu Reeves is he too old for the role? I think he's is too he old, right despite how ageless he looks. But Spike is also like. Dancy as hell. So like, Sam Rockwell. He's too old because he looks older. But that would that would that could have been cool. What, I don't. I think it's the Jonas be, Brothers. Dude, Ooh. Nick Jonas can do anything, but he's like four foot five. He uh, should be the new Wolverine. Is he? Is he small? He just looks like a tiny little man. I, I actually like him as an actor. I think like yeah, the good. Kingdom was a great show. Yeah, he was good enough to bang uh, Sophie. Whatever for, they got married. No, no, yeah. she. Well, oh no, no, Sophie Turner. That's the other one. Oh, that's he just has very nice eyebrows. That's Joe. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> Nick. Is married to Pranka Chopra now. Uh-huh. Yeah, that just oh, happened. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. How do you know this? If me, because I watched the first season of uh, uh, the Jonas. TV no, show. Langley. What no, I, I have that on DVD though. <laughs> if you want to watch Not it, Langley. What's the the FBI training site? It's, Langley sounds right. No, Langley CIA. It is. Quantico. Ah. Uh, so uh, yeah, Pranka Chopra was the star of that. She was a huge star over in India. And then every time I hear her name, I, I definitely prick up my ears. <laughs> Don't worry, Gina. Gina Carano, you and me, we're still getting married. Just I noticed Priyanka. <laughs> I dare you. Just tweet tweet this podcast out at her this week. <laughs> just send it to her. Well, you guys should just have an open relationship. Right now, she can like bang anybody else, and then somewhere down the line, I, it'll I mean, be your turn. Yeah, she'd kill me so she could bang whoever she wants, anyways. <laughs> but uh, either way. Uh, Nick Jonas, I think he's a pretty decent actor. Mm-hmm. He, if he would, if he wanted to play it, I have nothing to base it off because I've never seen Cowboy Bebop. Mm-hmm. But there you go. But someone did, and not someone, uh, a friend uh, of ours uh, who's also part of Geekly Radio, Daniel Barroso. She no, she did uh, VHS Gems. Angela, she sent me. A, she tweeted or she texted me a picture of uh, 
the Brooklyn Nine Nine characters. It's perfect. And <laughs> she's like, "That's the cast right there." It's so you perfect. Got, you have uh, Andy, Andy Sandberg, Andy as Spike, Sandberg. Um, the his girlfriend in the show, um, I Melissa Fumera. That's yeah. the actress's name. <laughs> um, uh, her as uh, Faye, and then the Corgi from the show as Ayn, and then uh, Jet is uh terry cruz thank you yeah yeah which it's, it's okay <laughs> i mean the corgi in brooklyn 99 that's a one episode thing he's not normally in the show yeah but that, that, well, it's I, two episodes that, is it two episodes yeah because because they take care of him in one and then yeah <laughs> but the, i mean the picture i guess was just perfect it's flawless yeah it's not even wrong for the show like if you just drew it up like it it'd be flawless <laughs> so that was pretty i thought that was pretty hilarious uh net, on top of those things um netflix also they they announced that they were going to do an uh well they didn't announce they started showing things from their new ultraman series based off of the That's very right. well illustrated and very cool ultraman thing now i saw in the trailer and uh-huh. I, I only watched the beginning of it but they had the old man because like, yes. someone's saying that he's Ultraman, and, that old, and the old man's like, yeah, "No, he's, he's I'm the, Ultraman." Yeah, he's he's the original Ultraman, From the old TV show. Yeah. Oh, okay. So what that, what happens in that series is it's the child of the original Ultraman. Mm-hmm. Um, so in well, that's a big big down of Ultraman for people who aren't going to care about this. But um, Ultraman <laughs> Ultraman is cool, and this is a direct sequel to the original uh, live action series. Interesting. Uh, it's very good, and there's a reason that you can find that manga series in like every Barnes and Noble and everything out there. Even though Ultraman seems like such a niche thing, mm. it's a very good series. I have I have the toys. All right, I went on my way. Um, on top of that, there's the new uh, what is it, Rilakkuma and Kaoru, which is a stop motion series. It just looks super cute. Everyone go watch <laughs> it. Uh, and a Saint Seiya um, animated series from a, a specific arc of Saint Seiya that is beloved. Ooh, yeah. So. <laughs> Okay, so is this a knee-jerk react? Not knee-jerk, but is this a result of them getting rid of their comic book, Marvel comic book series, and they're like, well, let's just steer straight into anime stuff? I mean, I would hope so. Their anime has been pretty lacking for a long time. For some reason, they only had the Japanese dubs, and I can't, I can't listen to that while I'm drawing. That's true, yeah, because <laughs> you have to read it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, that's just, that's what it, it looked like to me. Like, it's like, and that's our next story is the fact that Daredevil got canceled, mm-hmm. uh, over there that leaves of the Marvel superhero shows. All they have left is Jessica Jones and Punisher, which, uh, I believe Punisher season two has finished filming and Jessica Jones season three is still filming, but close to being done. I feel like those are the last seasons of those shows. Oh yeah. I, There's I feel no like way it's definitely, not. that's what's going to happen. As soon as they're, they've aired, they're going to be like, okay, we're done. Those are, those are all gone. Uh, do you think they're still shooting? Like, do you think they extended the time that they were shooting to give them a wrap up in light of all this? I stuff? doubt it. I honestly doubt it. Uh, but I mean, how do you feel about Daredevil rap or being canceled? I feel like it wasn't justified, and there's definitely some business reason why it's doing so. Mm-hmm. You, you, do you probably think- the best one of the series, right? Well, side by side with Jessica Jones, I would side more with Daredevil as like the best of the Marvel Netflix mm, shows. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would definitely say those are the two top for me as well. Punisher is pretty close, but I would definitely say those. They're only, they only had the one season, though, so they haven't had the time to like prove right. that they were doing something awesome. Right, yeah. The next season of Punisher, I mean, it could be awful. And, and that's, that is also true. But that's also like, like Punisher is, is another character like Venom. Like people mm-hmm. just come out and drove people that aren't even comic book fans. Just like they I have, the they Punisher. have the t-shirts. They yeah. buy them from Walmart and they love, but they love the character. They love the idea of the character, which is also saying another thing about people, but <laughs> they just love the idea of the character. Um, 
I, 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 so I hope because they did this with, um, uh, the Wachowski show. Sense eight. Sense eight. Yeah. Give yeah. him a film to wrap they up. They gave him a film to wrap Like if you just give me a two hour film to wrap mm-hmm. up all of these characters, I think that'd be pretty awesome. I, I don't see it. Cause they still the own the rights to the characters according to the CFO or whatever the guy was, the, that was, uh, in charge that gave that interview. He said, these are our characters to cancel if we want, like mm-hmm. we can keep them going forever. So if they get to have like a two hour movie to just wrap up everybody's storyline or just to be like the defenders come together one last time to stop something and then they all die. It'd be, I mean, that'd be fine with me but too. Do people really care about the defenders though? No, but I'm just saying that's, <laughs> the, the, that's who they are. They are okay. the defenders at this point. Don't call it the defenders. Cause that show just did not do well for them. <laughs> Don't call it defenders. I've just, been here for years. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, I would love to see a, a two-hour Netflix movie where they just threw a bunch of money in it and just like, hey, this is your wrap-up. I'd go for like, like say like a like a miniseries, so like four to six episodes that are just longer, like an hour and a half an episode. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. That would be cool too. But I don't, but think, I don't think that will happen. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. no way. John? I don't know what more to add to that except nope. that it's just uh, hopefully they keep uh, bringing back Daredevil, which they said they will in some degree. Yeah. Maybe, but um, we and, don't know and it's how. not going over to Disney Plus. It just people keep suggesting that it's not happening. So, so, well, so why cancel it? I just don't get it. Why say that it, they're not done with Daredevil, but it's not going to have his own show? I mean, unless they have only one consolidated show, like they only do Defenders from here on out or something. Oh, I Maybe. would hate that so much. <laughs> and I like Legends. <laughs> like, they shouldn't do that. Uh-uh. No, I, I, my, my question is, maybe Disney has some other plans that we don't know about. So they say that there won't be these things on this Disney app, right? Mm-hmm. And they ha- they're supposed to have Marvel things. But maybe they have some other acquisition in mind. So, like, I don't, I don't know who's the controlling stake in Hulu anymore. Um, but, I mean, maybe... I think it's still split evenly between NBC, ABC, and Fox. Because mm-hmm. a- ABC touches, used to touch Hulu. Right. But that stuff is gone now. So, I don't know. That's my Agents question. Shield isn't still on Hulu. No, I mean they used to they used to air like like essentially like day and date, if like a day after oh, or something. Okay, and then now that that agreement isn't in place any, anymore. Uh, so where are ABC shows going to play if they're not going to be on Hulu and possibly not on the Disney app? That's my question. Mm. They'll probably ABC will probably get their own app just like CBS did. Yeah. Jesus, I I like Star Trek and I'm not paying for that app. Stop making apps. Yes, stop it. Especially if you're a network television station like you're network television you were given this opportunity as a free service to the american people all right abc <laughs> nbc cbs and no it's pronounced app city now oh i did hear about that story that is is that a real thing that's an unfortunate abcd like that was the no. that's the name that the lady gave to her daughter and when the and it was dumb of southwest airline to mock the child and then take a photo of it and put it on their uh, the employee to put it on their social media, but you named your kid ABCDE. Like you've got to understand that people are not going to understand that's supposed to be Absidy. Yeah. Like, come on. I don't like that. It's so dope. I don't like that at all. <sighs> it's unfortunate. Uh, all right. Let me talk about David Harbor. A picture of David Harbor as Hellboy was shown on Empire. I'm jazzed and upset. 
That could be anybody. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's just so much prosthetic on it there. It's the same thing with Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman had a distinctive face, though. Uh, like, yeah. His, his I don't feel bare like that. Face. Well, that, that, that's actually the issue. I agree with you 100% on this one. Like, well, I liked, both of you, then. I, I, liked, <laughs> I liked the first image so much, but I think this is a bad angle. His lips look weird. Oh, okay. He, looked, like, he looks like his lips are poking out from behind a bunch of makeup to, fake, ma- to make a fake chin. Oh, yeah, it, it's okay. almost like they're trying to make him look like Ron Perlman mm-hmm. with prosthetics. And those are some huge boobs, too. Yeah, he's got a real big chest. <laughs> and it seems like now that we see it in this one, I'm like, oh, shit, I don't, I don't know. That looks, yeah, that looks weird. Like, he looks like he's not aware that the shoulder on his jacket is coming off because he can't feel it. Oh, he can't. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I'm still jazzed about this movie. This image sucks. I mean, I hope it's rated R. <laughs> I hope they go full Lovecraftian. They are. Yeah. yeah that, it that's, is rated R. That's what I'm psyched for more than anything. I want to see some, like, from beyond type stuff in there. Some, you know, reanimator type stuff in there. <laughs> I, I want to see him. I want to see him as a kid reading the, the comics for Lobster Johnson. That's no, what I want. I want to see Lobster Johnson in thing in there. I want in that the, so bad. In the movie. Because uh, they, I forget who it is they, they cast as Lobster Johnson. I didn't know this. Yeah, what? They cast someone. Oh, I don't remember man. who, though. I want it to be someone ridiculous. Like it's just like, um, oh, I forget his name. Look it up now. From the the West Wing and uh, Parks and Rec. What Ron Swanson? <laughs> no, no, no. That would be great though. I love that idea. He'll Adam be, Scott. He'll be, uh, no, no. Um, the other one, Ann Perkins. Oh, Rob Lowe. Yeah, Rob Lowe. But <laughs> I like the idea of uh, Ron, of uh, Ron Swanson. I can't remember Nick Offerman yeah. playing like Teddy Roosevelt in there though. Oh yeah, <laughs> that'd, that'd, that'd be work. great. Yeah, that'd be perfect. <laughs> Keep talking. <clears throat> uh, we're gonna go ahead. And oh, wrap. Thomas Hayden Church. No, he played. He played Sandman. Sandman. Yeah, oh, yeah I'll take Spider-Man it, but 3. I don't like that. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. He only talks. He, with, he only talks in uh, wings. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, was, yeah. He was. <laughs> so. I, yeah, I'd, I'll take it. <laughs> but I could also see him having been the person they cast in this as Hellboy. Also, honestly, uh, I want to talk about uh, Jaime Reyes, Blue Beetle movie being mm-hmm. developed over at uh dc warner brothers cool sure awesome yeah <laughs> i like this idea i think that they've built up enough um like goodwill interest yeah interest in cachet like for the character off of young justice because oh. he, he's featured heavily in there um that i think that it stands a good chance at going over well and i, um, think, I think the way that you look at the trailer for shazam and wonder woman exactly. i feel like this character definitely fit, fits in with that world Probably with Aquaman too. The way that I've, I've the trailers that I've seen for Aquaman, where they definitely go more comedic. Yeah, uh, yeah. I Is Blue Beetle tech based? Alien, Alien tech. symbiote. Yeah, yeah. Because so I thought it had something to do with like venom. Egyptian stuff. Both. The original. Yeah. So the way that it's definitely the 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 cartoon makes it more alien tech, but then. The way that you can do it is that aliens visited ancient Egypt. Mm-hmm. So they dropped one off. They dropped it. Off. Just <laughs> the same thing with uh, Carter Hall and Hawkman. Like those characters are from outer space. Okay, but they also were reincarnated on ancient Egyptian people and stuff like that. So gotcha. that's some nineties bullshit. Because you know, <laughs> aliens. Aliens. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess I'll I'll get my Dark Hawk in a roundabout way. Maybe. <laughs> but there's Dark Hawk. That's a Marvel character. Yeah, so I'm saying it roundabout. in a very roundabout oh, way. Okay. No roundabout. <laughs> no, I'm, I like this one, and I think though I think it's definitely going to be a comedic one. I think it's it's going to be the the comedy of the symbiote alien. Somebody tech discovering thing, how to forth. use the tech. 
Yeah. It's essentially, yeah, I'm imagining it's going to be very similar to that that uh, discovering your powers montage that mm-hmm. we see in the trailer for Shazam. Mm-hmm. Except instead of him figuring out his mystical powers, it'll be him figuring out his alien tech powers. Yeah. And it, would, like him getting to be like, whoa, 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 no, no, no. We don't have to kill that guy. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. He's my stepdad and he's a dick. <laughs> but he's not bad. <laughs> you know? I would love for this to be like a... Um, I would love for it to be like more like an Indiana Jones thing. Like they're traveling. Like, okay, so what I really want is is Ted Cord to be like this guy who used to be Blue Beetle mm-hmm. and then he's training Jaime Reyes. To, even though they're two different type of Blue Beetles, like he's going to be training him to you think use that, the tech. Do you think they'd be bumping up against Ant-Man? I guess that could be, but it's also two different companies. I mean, it's, it's you just, that's fair. I mean, the other thing is to have it be like Venom, like, because mm-hmm. that's, you know. I mean, DC could do worse than copy the Marvel formula. That's true. Yeah. But I, like, if you, if you have the two of them traveling to different archaeological sites, trying to figure out, you know, where this blue beetle came from and mm-hmm. like what it can do, I think you could have, it could be a little bit better. You do like more of a father-son relationship mm-hmm. oh, as opposed and to... also have some like temple shenanigans. And yeah, like exactly. And stuff. Yeah. Bringing a crystal skull. Because no. that's your guys' favorite thing from the, those I movies, don't, right? I actually don't mind Crystal Skull. Okay. Cool. I, I, I don't <laughs> think that movie is as bad as everybody makes it out to be. Because people just have this fantasy about Indiana Jones, like how, it's, how great it is. And then you go back and watch it, there's a lot of campy bullshit in those movies too. He could have just not kept running and just... Dropped to the ground. Yes, Rock exactly. Is done. The boulder would have went right past him. Yep. I mean, there's, yeah, it's <laughs> it's a product of its time, but it's definitely supposed to be aping on the whole serial adventure. Oh from yeah, the 30s. yeah, definitely. But it feels like Crystal Skull. They just completely lost all touch with that, and they just tried to make a new thing that was ridiculous. I mean, from the moment that they have the whole like nuke in the fridge thing, that's why it became, uh, like its very own like cliche now yeah it's because I it's so out there that it breaks all of the suspension of disbelief that you could have when you build up something like indiana jones in the you know raiders of the lost ark and i mean even to me like i would have thought like okay yeah having a dude pull your heart out while you're still alive Kalima. and it's beating yeah like that was i mean it, it's a progression you don't just jump right into that like that's not the first thing that happens uh, you know they establish that there's some kind of power and but in in if you want to talk about building up in in temple of doom he's hiding behind a, a gong that's rolling to, so that bullets <laughs> don't hit him that's almost that's uh, tongue-in-cheek yes that's cheesy that's campy crystal skull lost all of hiding that a fri- inside of a fridge is not tongue-in-cheek it's dumb. It's just, it's so lazy. I was like, how do we get him out of this situation? Oh, we're going to make a note to point out that this fridge is lead lined. Even if he survived the fallout. I understand. That blast yes. would have liquefied his insides when he landed like a kilometer away. It's just so bad. Like, there, I mean, there's supposed to be certain circumstances where like, okay, it's, it's highly implausible or improbable that he would have survived this situation. But yet he did. This is just way too much. Now it's a cartoon. It's it just takes away all of the the goodwill that it's like garnered the first time around. And see, I I, I don't feel the same. I'm excited for you for the Uncharted movie. <laughs> you're you're gonna love it. <laughs> I I mean I don't know how I feel about that right now because I don't want Tom Holland as 
Nathan Yeah, Chubby? it should have been Nathan Fillion. It definitely should have been Nathan Fillion, but or I can understand they didn't go with him because he's he's on the older side. Yeah, but then like I feel like don't get Nathan Fillion and then you just get the guy who actually voiced him and he's perfect. He voices Superboy. Yeah, you're right. Like just bring him in. But Tom Holland just seems so young. I agree. And, and he, he always looks like he's hiding a frog in his mouth. Well, I, I have this whole theory that he's not even a real person. I think Hollywood just made him up, and he's a computer-generated image. <laughs> he's like Simone. Yes, he's like Simone, the Al Pacino movie. He's, he's actually those, like, those, um, the stunt dummies that they throw around now. Yes. Those, like, those robot stunt it's doubles. It's the fucking new uh, robot stuntmen that Disney is yeah, developing. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's one just, of those. They, they put an the image inducer on his face. <laughs> Didn't know, you didn't know that Disney was that far ahead in technology, did you? He's a ballistic gel torso from Mythbusters that <laughs> became sentient. So, Blue Beetle movie. <laughs> they, they have a writer, I believe, at this point. Um, Dunnett Alsor. Uh, he wrote the, or he, yeah, I believe it's a he, wrote the upcoming Miss Bala movie. Which actually looked really kind of cool. And something I remember it was, and something else, but I forget what it was. It was something that it was like, oh, maybe they shouldn't say that that person was involved in that. But I don't remember <laughs> what it was now. I, I I remember you saying that, or not you saying that, but I remember thinking the exact same thing. Uh, so we'll we'll see. Uh, Artemis Fowl. Yes. You have something to say about that, don't you? Everyone, take your kids to go watch this movie. Um, they're they're marketed as like. The Harry Potter kind of like well, that's teen the, fiction kind that's of thing. The, yeah, the the adult, uh, young adult, you know, series that did the best out of all the young adult mm-hmm. series. So, I looked up a picture of this and I realized I was confusing this with um, was the it Mortal Phoenix An- Wright, Instrument. attorney at law, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks like Artemis Fowl, Phoenix Wright. Yeah, I, I, don't blame I was getting them confused. I was I like, I don't even know what I don't know what either one of these things are. <laughs> uh, DS Games for Phoenix Wright, but they have an anime series also. Good. Oh, the one where the, the objection. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why? Uh, Why are I you just, getting the two confused? I don't know. Like, just anime glasses wearing character pointing. Ah. Uh. Somehow it all fixed. Makes sense. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm super excited. These books, they were all good. They were just an old fashioned like '80s good time kind of series. And I think that everyone should probably go watch this movie. It looks like they're doing something that's very faithful to it. Have a good time, guys. All right. I think it's said March I mean, or April of next year. Yeah. So Have hopefully there's a, it's a, it's a series. You know, uh, I think that's a Disney one too. It's mm-hmm. They haven't done too well with their no. major. No, Wrinkle, Wrinkle in Time yeah, did not go did over not, well. No. I tried watching that movie. Why is it John so John Carter did not do so well. That was, that was a bad I like John though. Carter. I didn't like that movie. It was, I, it was interesting. I didn't like I was it, sad about it. I like the book though. It's very good. <laughs> I, I get where... Uh, uh, Planet Hulk got their story from though. So. <laughs> yeah, gladiatorial alien planet yeah. and everything. Yeah. Uh, Hearthstone, John, you know about this thing? Yes, I do. I play this game religiously. It's really fun. Give me a <laughs> give me a quick synopsis about their new expansion that's coming out or got leaked early. Uh, Rusticon's Rumble is going to be the latest expansion. They're pretty good about releasing expansions about every four to six months. And uh, this one's going to be very troll-based, very uh, troll-intensive. Uh, it's going to have a gladiatorial theme to it. And yeah, it looks like a PC Gamer uh, released a synopsis of, or at least a bunch of information that they weren't supposed to yet, mm. uh, where they basically break down a lot of the new thing details and uh, aspects of the game. Because um, it's a card-based game. It's very similar to like Magic the Gathering. However... Um, we know with Warcraft characters, 
And um, every expansion has a new gimmick that they add, whether it's uh, you know some new mechanics uh, for how the cards will interact with each other, or um, they'll also include like a mini game that you can play by yourself because it's it's primarily player versus player. Yeah. But they also have like a solo adventure thing you can go on that's uh, more specifically themed. It's got like challenges in it. Um, so this particular one sounds like it's going to have uh, hero characters that your main character that you, that you play as will be able to change into. And also the leak apparently revealed um, some of the cards that are going to be involved, which up until this point we didn't know about. And they sound very interesting. Um, it doesn't seem like it was that big of a deal of a leak. Like they didn't expose like source code or anything crazy like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was definitely information that sounds like they didn't want to get out just yet because mm-hmm. it wasn't announced officially. And yeah. now the cat's been out of the bag, basically. I feel like sometimes leaks are almost better than official press releases because then everyone gets to feel some kind of special ownership. Like I knew about this thing beforehand. Yeah. And I feel like people should be wise to that and then use that to their advantage more often than they do now. So you know when like writers or directors like they kind of let inf- like, well, Zack Snyder is like a big uh, one example of what I'm about to bring up like s- some quote unquote fan gets on social media and says hey at Zack Snyder what did you mean by this or something like that and he goes and then he picks that one person to actually answer and be like and now we get a whole like oh Dark Side was going to be a whole bigger part of Justice League like do you think those are plants do you think those quote unquote fans are plants it happens. I mean, I don't. I don't doubt it happens. Yeah. But it, like, I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and say that I try and at people all the time on on Twitter, and no one ever was answers it, me. But was it Jessica Chastain? Who was it? Who's your Who's your wife? What is it? Gina Carano. That's the one. Yeah, there you go. I mean, <laughs> I understand why she's not responding. <laughs> it's gotten weird at this point, Mitch. It might be a she, little you, weird. You, you you keep sending those gym selfies at her. She's not <laughs> responding. <laughs> I'm just asking for tips. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I guess that doesn't that make you like a stan at some point? I, yeah. I don't really understand the lingo, but I, it has to do with the Eminem song, right? Yeah, like yeah. being a stan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> do you think that that I mean that the, it's cleverly cleverly placed, quote unquote, fans on social media, or do you think that it's legitimate? Like this person, like the that that creator just said, "Oh no, I want to answer that guy's question and give them a little bit of something." Both. Yeah. I would say it's it's a crapshoot as to determine when it's a plant when something like super specific, and ends up causing a lot of like controversy or reveals some interesting information. It sounds like it'd be a plant, um, because you know sometimes they might have ulterior motives. I know Zack Snyder's been very vocal about, or uh, well, not vocal, but he's been very supportive of people that keep talking about the Snyder cut. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he Never likes their happen. yeah he likes their tweets. He'll retweet them sometimes, but he won't openly be like endorsing it. And then he also he's also on his personal fucking social media site Vero. <laughs> like it seems like that's the only news I ever hear about Vero is when Zack Snyder releases a new image of what he shot for Justice League that didn't make it into the movie. Yeah, black suit Superman and, and like, then the, shots of the dark cave drawing of Dark Side yeah. and yeah, like crosses everywhere or something like that. Uh, I don't know. Zack Snyder's got to stop. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> Let him start making his new movies and stuff like that. Uh, Steven. Me. <laughs> yes. your name. Uh, you want to tell me about uh, what D- Nintendo is doing? So Nintendo finally gave up the ghost on their Nintendo creators program. Uh, for a long time, basically, if you wanted to post anything with some Nintendo content, 
even if that was like a let's play of you and some of your friends playing Super Smash Brothers or something like that, you had to pass it through their program to make it okay for you to be monetized. And sometimes they would just take video down even if you weren't being monetized. Mm. Um, like they would just go and claim it and then you'd be out of luck. Um, a, lo- a lot of people who had like uh, a larger MCN, a multi-channel network behind them, um, had the clout to actually still be able to do this without having to like submit each one of their videos. Right. They got to just get a blanket approval from Nintendo. Um, but other other networks like say like like Rooster Teeth and stuff like that, like they all they all just were like, yeah, no, we're just not going to do Nintendo. And a bunch of people like opted to go that way. Oh wow! Uh, and I mean, they were fighting for like what all of like 13, 13 cents <laughs> for the things, and it's it's just stupid. Uh, Nintendo. They're in a situation now where they're not going to have that many games that are coming out for their console that are theirs. They've basically blown their load on all of the games they've already put out right now. So it makes sense for them to finally do this and just let give them like room to breathe. People can finally just post whatever Smash videos they want when the game comes out. I mean, that's all they really have anymore right now. I mean, as in like solely their stuff is... is- Smash Brothers, Mario Kart, and mm-hmm. Le- and Zelda, right? Like- I mean, t- to a certain degree. I mean, they have other things that I believe actually do go to them. I think Banana might actually be under their umbrella. Mm. Um, but for the most part, all of their all of their things are what you can see. It's a very small circle that includes all the N- N- Nintendo properties at this point. I mean, if they would only bring back uh, F Zero, it'd be w- good. Yeah. Don't, don't they good. also own Sonic now? Like, didn't they buy no, it from Sega? They, they just they played real nice with each other. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sonic is the last mascot Sega will ever have. Besides, like, what? The people from uh, Persona. But that's an Atlas property. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Um, this is this is a good the move C-Man. by Nintendo. Huh? The Seaman. <laughs> him and Ristar. Just together. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like, I don't know. This is the, the best move for Nintendo. Basically, we're seeing Nintendo catch up with the idea of being a functional company right I mean, now. isn't that, like, only great for you to have mm-hmm. other people playing your games on their streaming sites? It's like a commercial. It's like, oh, look, these people but are having fun playing this game. Nintendo's super old school in its management very. style. And, like, there's, it's very old guard in that mm. situation. It's like... Um, and it's one of those companies where, like, when the Virtual Boy failed, the guy who created it was also the guy that created Game & Watch and the Game Boy system, which was, like, two of their yeah. biggest, most successful, um, like, peripherals. And he, like, quit in shame yep. af- after the failure of the Virtual Boy. And he died, like, a year after that. Yeah, it was, it was rough. It was, yeah, like, this, they take their business very seriously. So, like, they're not quick to adapt to change. Uh, they like innovating certain things, but uh, they're they're very uh, reactive mm-hmm. when it comes to how their companies like interact with the consumers. Like they feel like they should be completely separate from consumers and only provide a product. Mm-hmm. And even now, they still they still um, if someone puts out a physical edition of like a Switch game, they still have to go to them and order the cartridges for the things from Nintendo. Oh, like it's not like a, bl- a Blu-ray or whatever where you right. can just print a Blu-ray and you just have to pay some money to have it licensed with the Sony logo or whatever. So I, I just Nintendo still very much a product of its time. Any other game news for us this week, Steve? Uh, there's there's a few things that you guys can find out about on uh, early next week on a brand new video game show that you can keep an eye out for on the Geekly Facebook. That's right. Yeah, Steven's gonna be doing our geek. No, game in the review. Game I, week in review. You, you'll find out soon enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Yeah, keep watching. So, 
that takes us into this week's episode of Castle Rock. One hour later. And good night. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you said we're almost done with the season now, right? No, we, we're barely halfway. No, you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, as we've said multiple times in this podcast so far, uh, this show, I, I don't think it's bad, but it definitely seems like we've been watching it forever. I yeah. feel like we could have condensed the first five episodes into one. One they, episode. Well, that's what yes. they felt like they did with this episode. Yes. They condensed like three episodes into this one. They definitely dropped a lot of information on you in this one episode, which makes sense because it's the halfway mark. Like them to be like, hey, we're halfway there. Here's some more information for you to keep you enticed. Also, exactly and I guess we'll go more into it and when we recap the actual episode, but some pretty major scenes just completely missing. Yeah. That should have been there. Yeah. yeah. Like, how did we get from here to there? Like, that was just uh, jarring. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Well, let's just talk about that real fast. So, the kid, played by Bill Skarsgård, has been released from prison now. Uh, essentially... After the aftermath of the uh, prison guard bloodbath. Right. So, <laughs> it sounded like... Of the 2018. <laughs> the upper management that of the corporation that owns the prison, which... Still sucks to say. Uh, they for profit prisons, right? They um, they essentially got on the phone with the warden and said, "Let him go, get him out of here. We don't want to know anything about it. We don't want any more of the press about him. Get him out of here." And he, they took the plea deal mm-hmm. or whatever. So, uh, with that being said, he needed a place to stay. He stays at Molly's place. Uh, I think it's her place of business. Yeah, it, it looks like home. the business. Yeah. yeah, and it's empty inside, suspiciously empty. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, she's obviously got ideas for all this real estate that she keeps buying up. Mm-hmm. So, um, and while he's th- well, I mean, yeah, while he's walking around town, he he has to go do a psychological test uh, where he has to identify faces or mm-hmm. not faces <laughs> that on a. What looks like a projection. One of them looked like Andre the Giant from that Obey poster. I think they're definitely going for something like that. I guess one of them was uh, a certain director. Uh, let's see. The third face the the kid identifies is the face of Pazuzu from the film film The Exorcist. So it's not Pazuzu. a director, but it's uh, it's from the Pazuzu. It's from The Exorcist. Oh, the, the demon face? Yeah. I was thinking one of them looked like the, the cover of uh, that movie Dead Presidents. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, so while he's there, like Henry Deaver's getting information about how his retroactive amnesia doesn't or it works that the kid just doesn't remember anything. So, yeah. which that. is a callback to the beginning of the episode when we see a flashback to about two years prior, and Henry Deaver was also going through a similar battery of tests, um, similarly looking like they were testing for some kind of amnesia. Yeah. So obviously, I mean, we know that he didn't remember the eleven days. Obviously, he's got problems where he's not remembering other things, not making long-term memories, what what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also get into his ailment of his tinnitus in his right ear, which what? was a- exacerbated by the fact that the flashbang went off near him, and the guy shot the shotgun next to him. I um, think th- it. It's weird. I feel like that one should have been mentioned in some way, shape, or form, or foreshadowed. I don't think we ever saw him like, eh, like with the pinky in his ear. You're absolutely to, like, right. Work it out. Yeah. So yeah, it's weird to just have that pop in right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Unless it's a, a a product of the stuff with the kid who is now free. I don't know. So I mean, if it's caused by something like that with the kid, I mean, I understand. 
Maybe the kid will help make it go away. It's true. He he did say that he could fix something, and, and we'd floated the, the the idea of him having a power like the the big boy from drunk uh, coffee. Shot. Yeah, yeah, John. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and uh, obviously, as things were happening, or kind of like a a warning bell to when something was going to happen, is when his tinnitus acted up. So there's connections. There's foreshadow to the fact that the two of them are connected somehow. It's a spider sense. It could be a spider sense. Uh, then we see the kid go to a house. In this house, we watch as he watches a family essentially turn in on itself. Uh, a little boy by the name of Gordy, which <laughs> is obviously a reference to the stand, or not the stand, Stand By Me or The Body. Um, I'd like a reference to the stand. Like maybe. Uh, well, I think that's obviously where we're going to be going, right? Because it's, it's end of the, the world, God so. and devil fighting each other yeah. on earth and stuff like that, right? This could the be Randall is? Flag or something. Yeah, he could be. Uh, <laughs> as he watches the family, the, the Gordy kid having his birthday, the family starts to uh, erupt. And uh, as we hear him, or we see the kid walk and get up on the roof. The the, the kid being the one who is prisoner, the, the devil. Yeah. Get up on the roof. Uh, Gordy and his family just start fighting, screams, baby is yelling, and then knife, kill, mm. murder. I, w- I want to replace that scene's audio with the, the audio from that, that YouTube video. What do you have? A knife! No! <laughs> and then the screams. So I wonder if this has something to do with him actually. Like, did he go to this place because he could sense the evil that was about to happen? Or did the evil happen because he walked into this place? Or, mm. as I think Stephen was bringing it up or yourself while we were watching it, is it that it, it's a memory? Is he, is he seeing a memory of something? Because... One thing I found interesting was that no one mentions it the next day or the following days that, hey, this family just killed itself in this house. There might have been a reference to some kind of contentious situation in one of those radio report things, but I don't know for sure. I was kind of listening out for those radio announcements. I didn't hear anything. Yeah, neither okay. did I. So, but like you said, yeah, and it could show up in the next episode. That could be the headline on, on the newspaper. Mm-hmm. So I, I have no idea what that whole thing meant next thing next time we see him is he's uh he's buck naked in his room so to speak uh, as jackie torrance jane levy's character comes to investigate the ha- uh, the the office because she works for molly and we finally get a much more concise explanation of her relation to that's Jack right. torrance mm-hmm. so well this is the the missing scene so she's laying on the bed, the air mattress that, that the kid is supposed to be sleeping on. He walks in naked. She doesn't re- see him there. Next time we see them, they're sitting in her car smoking out, or at least she's smoking out, talking to the kid, and he's fully dressed now. What happened? What happened in that in-between scene? Also, where'd he get those clothes? Where'd that I, final come from? I would assume that Henry Deaver or Molly bought them body well, clothes. But That brings up another kind of interesting thing, too, is that, uh, yeah, when you see him get out of prison... He's only wearing the clothes on his back, which is basically like prison issue sweats and exactly. some like sneakers. Yeah, new edition sneakers. Yeah, new and balance sneakers. New edition. New edition of the, <laughs> the R and B group. <laughs> and um, so I thought it was interesting that when uh, Jackie lays down on that air mattress, just because like you see an air mattress at your place of work, that's what you do. You go lay on it. Uh-huh. Um, she notices there's something under the pillow when she pulls it out and it's a pocket knife. Yeah, where mm-hmm. did he get a pocket knife from? Yeah. 
I mean, at least no now clue. we know how he carved that piece of soap into that little statue. For That's that. true. Yeah. They do that. But we don't know where it came from, how it got there. Like, did he always keep it somewhere hidden? Yeah. If so, that's, yeah. He's doing <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> that's like an yeah, a just prison wallet. <laughs> <laughs> prison wallet. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that was, we go, and then there's another missing scene after the smoke out scene. Where then the next well, time we that's see... that's the scene. The smoke-out scene is also where she... Uh, we find out that she's related to... Jack Torrance. Jack Torrance. Jack Nicholson's character uh, in... The Shining. The Shining. And she took on the name of Jackie in honor 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 of her uncle Jack. But more who, to fuck with her parents. But more to fuck her, with her parents. And because, also because she feels that this town was way more exciting before she was born. Mm-hmm. And... Like, Which we haven't seen her parents yet then, right? No, we haven't. It's true. They might be gone. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, but yeah, yeah, her actual name is Diane. Yeah, but she she took she took the name Jackie to fuck with her parents because they never talk about what Jack did, mm-hmm. almost killing his family at a hotel in Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. Or resort. I'm sorry. A resort in Colorado. Yeah, ski resort. Yeah. So uh, you were saying, though, the next scene... Yeah, so similar to how we don't know how they they go from naked Bill Skarsgård and Jackie to them smoking out. Then the next time we see them again, uh, it's uh, the lady's name, the realtor. Molly. Molly. uh, She shows up because I guess she was called. And Jackie's there saying, um, yeah, he's like up on the roof over there. At the t-shirt factory. Yeah. I did not catch that. That is a specific thing to yeah. have a factory for. It's, it's like it's like what it's like the idea is that this is a factory that used to be something for this town, but it went out of business or whatever, and mm. now it's just vacant. Could be related to the uh, the texture mill that she wants to reopen or right. something. But yeah, so yeah, we go from for like basically one thing to another to another, missing like the middle components. Mm-hmm. Um. And Molly, I guess, kind of talks him down, but I'm, I don't... By I, using her empathic powers? I guess and, and so. And she, she gets, like, feedback, basically, from it. Yeah, she mentions it later when she's talking to Henry Deaver, and Henry Deaver's, like, he, she's trying to explain to him, like, her power, and he just kind of blows her off, and that's when he starts telling him, like, no, like, this is what you're thinking right now, and, like, I can feel your tinnitus and how awful it is, and... All this other stuff, and he's just kind of there, like, um, okay, and um, yeah. So it kind of just goes from there to, like, I guess the whole point of Henry Deaver is he doesn't know what he's gonna do next because he was planning on just leaving town. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of got held back because of the murder that was five days ago uh, with the prison thing, mm-hmm. according to the beginning of this episode. And now he's kind of still being held back because now he has to kind of watch over the kid for the weekend because he was planning on dumping him at a like a mental facility. Yeah, take but, the loony bin. But they couldn't. Which is also the loony bin that's mentioned in something else. Sorry, keep going. Yes, I believe it was mentioned in it. It. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's it called? It, it just it. That's the whole title. No, the <laughs> the name of the the mental institute is called something. It's called. Uh, so, so he has to. He takes him. He wants to take him there and drop him off. But yeah, they but say uh, no. they can't get him there till like Monday, and it's like Friday when they release him out of jail. So mm-hmm. he has got has to crash for you know someplace a couple of days. Juniper Hill. That was uh, the one. So th- this inn had no room for this child. <laughs> <term? laughs> get out. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, 
so yeah, so he has to kind of I mean, still he does, babysit. He doesn't him. end up having to go sleep in the barn. Eh? Oh my goodness! Wow. <laughs> it turns out Jesus and the devil, two sides of the same coin. <gasps> <gasps> All right, mystery box over. <laughs> so. I don't even know where I was going with that information now. We totally just Henry Deaver's just derailed. still stuck in town. Well, yeah, I mean, he's also putting up security cameras in his mom's house. So oh yes, the, his, that also seems like the idea that he's planning on staying around. Well, it was doing more so, I think, to help out uh, Langborn, Pangborn, Pangborn, Pangborn. Yeah, who obviously is living there and is in very much into his mom. Yes, so you said he waited thirty years to be with the woman he loves, and then. Uh, through events not quite clear yet, she tries to take her own life during a ceremony commemorating a bridge in his name. In his name. Yeah. Which, it was interesting because she brings up, you know, everything in this town happens again. Like, it all comes back around. The, she, like, the, they constantly, throughout the five episodes we watched, mention about this killer dog that killed people, which is referring to Cujo. But then there's a dog, a St. Bernard, nonetheless, that's barking at the ceremony the dedication ceremony for um, Pangborn at the bridge, which then... Someone put down that dog. It <laughs> it definitely triggers her, and that's when she walks away to mm-hmm. go jump off the bridge. Uh, She's got some hard PTSD. She survives, and Henry saved her by jumping in as well, but... Uh, she I, she's obviously talking about other things that are similar to rehappening. Mm-hmm. And she mentioned something about how, like, she couldn't just stay dead. <laughs> which, which that that whole thing about things not staying dead in this town, that brings me back to my theory that Henry Deaver died and uh, Reverend Deaver like the pet cemetery. Yeah, buried him <laughs> in a pet cemetery, Ooh. and he came back. So that's why Henry Deaver's weird after eleven days. Yeah, and coincidentally, um, there's a callback to the previous episode where uh, Henry Deaver's father was or adopted father was exhumed to be, I guess, relocated. And it turns out that uh, there's no oxygen inside, or there's no atmosphere. Basically, there's nothing. There's nothing inside the casket with the body. So then, when it decompressed, it kind of exploded. It basically just went through like super decomposition. Yeah, yeah. it was you like s- all at once. You see, yeah, it it just liquefied. You see the outside of the casket leaking fluid. It was yeah. so gross. That's yeah. <laughs> and uh, was I think it was the, the the father, the priest, the the, the new one, the local one that right. was like, normally this doesn't happen with the body this old, but yeah, it's um, something that happens. It's it it did it. His, we have like your dad's soup now in this thing. <laughs> we forgot to mention that Molly also mentioned something that we didn't know about before this episode. The fact that Henry has a son of his own mm-hmm. and he's sometimes worried about the fact that he's not spending enough time with his son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I totally missed that part. I was like, Oh, like with all the stuff that happened right at the end, I didn't think I just kind of like glossed over that. Yeah. 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 That's, that was very interesting. Like I, I honestly don't remember in the show where they mentioned the fact that Henry has a son at all. And so no, we know very little about him. It's like, true in, in general. So I wonder if we're going to be getting that. That's like, Hey, get ready. Cause you're going to be getting more stuff about him and his son. I think it's definitely the territory we're, we're heading into right now. Every, everything is going to be some piece of information that informs things that we already saw with other information that we didn't have. Well, um, I don't know if we can jump right into it then, but like I feel like the biggest revelation is that Pangborn actually knew about the kid. Yeah, so that's what I was going to get at next was that uh, at the end of Molly's little speech to Henry is that she, basically she's like, I, he can't stay with me anymore. You got to take more responsibility for him. So 
uh, Henry puts him into the garage of the house, which is a huge fucking garage. Yeah, it's like two stories. Yeah, uh, but that's where he's going to be staying. So then he's staying at the Deaver household compound, what do you want to call it? <laughs> and uh, Pangborn, as he's getting rid of the c- commemorative plaque for his bridge, gets an alert on his smartphone, <laughs> which has the security cameras on it, and he sees... Uh, the kid in the picture in the camera, and as he takes that, is like, "Fuck this! I need to go talk to him." So he goes and talks to the kid. They're in the middle of the woods because the kid doesn't sleep; he just walks around. Uh, Pangborns comes tells us the story of the first time he met the kid. He was in the trunk of Lacey's. Warden Lacey's car, and Lacey explains to him that he has the devil in the in the trunk. But we come to we come to get he ask, the, ask him to trust him. He asks him to trust him, which he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is kind of weird, but we come to find out that all those years ago when Lacey caught the kid, he's the exact same age as he is now. He has mm-hmm. not aged a day, which I have been saying since the beginning. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you called it. Here's your, here's your cookie. <laughs> Thank you. You'll have to go to the dark side now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's uh, that is a big big thing because he talks about how he is he he's buried one wife mm-hmm. he waited 30 years to be with the woman that he loves now and he has gotten much older but the kid has not aged a day so he still looks the fucking exact fucking same <laughs> still got he, that scoliosis i think we leave <laughs> we leave the scene and the episode with the uh, pangborn just pointing a gun straight at uh, at the kid's face well pangborn is visibly very upset and he's continuously asking him like who are you Mm -hmm. and the kid's not answering really but when he says you know my the the woman that i love that i've waited for 30 years like you know she almost died he says i can save her help her help her or yeah was he he saying help her yeah he says help i can help her either one because he even oh yeah yeah i said help help can be subjective yeah no that's That's right yeah um yeah, he could put her out of her misery. Exactly. Yeah. That's, he, which I also think he could be an angel. So then he could be the angel like of death or angel he's, of mercy. He's Gabriel or something? Yeah. So, something more ambiguous? Oh, in, that's in prophecy. Of, instead of straight up being uh, the devil like everybody thinks he is. but or Well, going back to the title of the episode, The Harvest, mm-hmm. and my theory as to what it means, maybe he's the Grim Reaper. He's death. He could just be straight up death. Death follows wherever he goes. Or the reason why he was, well, while he was caged, things weren't going terribly. Like, people people were still dying, but there wasn't... She did say things can't die here. The grave thing, the body doesn't decompose quite right. That's, po- that's a possibility. If, yeah. if death is gone, death right. ain't going to work right. Right. Death wasn't working right. So if things don't die here, or they mm. keep coming back, and that's why Pet cemetery happens the way that it does. Ooh. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. The Lacey caught death. Mm. You know, that actually reminds me, there was an old TV show in Mexico. Billy and Mandy. Called The the Hour at Hand or something like that. It's a rough translation. Um, but basically, that's where like Guillermo del Toro got his start doing like these little horror shorts. Um, it's kind of Twilight zone but it was definitely very dark. And there was an episode, I remember, where a doctor created a device that allowed him to trap death. And he made a deal with her because in, in this series, Death was a woman that wore all like a black veil and all this other stuff. And um, yeah, so he became a very successful doctor because he eventually could like decide who lives and who dies until eventually death came for him. And then that's how like, the whole Twilight Zone twist of it is that uh, 
it's not you know. fair there was time now yeah <laughs> so uh that does have like I, I feel like that might be where this is going it's it seems like the pieces are lining up but there's a lot of stuff about how death just wasn't working right in this town mm-hmm. either too much was happening or it wasn't happening the right way it's very that's because it's, it, it doesn't have the the harvester of souls wasn't there to to herd them correctly mm-hmm. i definitely like that idea because then the the fact that death was there and Lacey was like, oh, I'm going to trap this evil presence or whatever. It's not necessarily that the evil presence was the cause of the things. He was just there because your town's messed up and right. you ca- people kept dying here. It's, it's a lot of work. It's this like is a hell mouth. <laughs> like a bunch of hell shit was happening here and the, he, the death was like o- working overtime in this particular area. And That's then, why he looks so tired. Yeah. I and mean, he's like, oh, you're going to put me in a cage? Cool. I'll have some sleep for now. Because <laughs> you, you put on the, what is... Oh, I forget the news girls or whatever. I forget the song. Never mind. Let's pretend I made a good reference. Oh, <laughs> that went nowhere. Uh, <laughs> the other thing that's happening around town is that there's a huge wildfire that's going on uh, outside of town. People, uh, they, they, we keep constantly hearing reports of, of people who are dying from it. A whole he- helicopter full of uh, firefighters went down. Yeah, uh, I thought that was interesting how that was so nonchalantly discussed in the news. Yeah. It was like, oh, a helicopter went down, five people died, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, huh. I guess that's just kind of a normal thing or people are just really used to just yeah. death now. So uh, I think those are the big parts of the episode. Is there anything else that anybody wanted to bring up or discuss? Uh, kind of tying into that whole death thing not working right. If we remember the second episode, I believe, when they dig up that dead dog mm-hmm. in the backyard. Mm-hmm. And it, it wasn't looks like... <laughs> it was fresh. It looked pretty fresh, yeah. <laughs> it looked like it was just put in there. What, what about it though? That that could be more supporting evidence that uh, we that could be dealing with uh, uh, a, a a worker of death that wasn't doing his job right because he wasn't allowed to. I like the idea, like he's just like the regional, the regional manager for death, <laughs> you know, and that, that's that's who they caught, you know. Right. He's a subordinate. <clears throat> yeah, there's a much bigger. He's death not. Chain. He's not death. He's a reaper. If you watch Supernatural, yeah, like, or or Six Feet Under. Oh no. Six feet under, or that doesn't have to do with reapers. You, you might be thinking dead like I me. Think. Dead like That's me. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Thank you. <laughs> uh, okay, so good show though. Yeah, very good show. I like I said, like we said, I, I or at least I feel like that what we were saying is that this kind of grabbed us a little bit more for this this in, during this episode, so that we're on board for more episodes we'll see if it still feels like it drags i feel like that's the intention like they knew it's gonna be like oh we build up forever it's like fast descent like and any uh, when you go on a roller coaster right. it takes a while to get up and but, then but you were also saying that you think the next two episodes are gonna be slow again yeah i think the first half of the next episode will be fast and then the second half of it drags we're probably gonna get a lot of flashback now yeah because oh, now a lot of stuff's yeah, been yeah, revealed yeah. and we're yeah. gonna see now how that implies okay I think we're in store for two real slow episodes. All right. Uh, all I right. I want to cheat and just binge the rest of it already. But <laughs> <laughs> you don't have, have a Hulu. I don't have a Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So if you want to get a hold of me and discuss this episode or anything that we talked about today, you can find me on Twitter at, at Mitchipedia G-E-R. John is also on Twitter as? I am at Magic Bollocks, and I'm thinking about uh, at Ian uh, through Zack Snyder and see what he thinks of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and Steven can be found where on Friday nights? Uh, so on Friday nights, you can find me on twitch.tv slash mod20gaming. That's with the two and a zero in the middle. Uh, this upcoming weekend, we'll actually I'll actually be out of town and uh, absent from the next episode uh, because I have to go to the out-of-town uh, like in-person show for all of us. Oh. So we won't be playing across 
from across Arizona with each other. Um, I'll actually be there in person with everybody. Oh, look at that. So it'd be a good time. And we'll have the merchandise. Ooh. Yeah. Where can you find the merchandise at? Um, actually, on the same page. Oh, uh, you just, can. Just below the, the screen that you see the game happen in, there's a little thing under there for a link to our store. And they, they those prints look good. Sounds great. We need merch. <clears throat> I keep trying to, to make new merch. I got you. We have a page. We have like a, a Zazzle page. You can buy a t-shirt there if you want. Uh, we need like a little Geek's Watch like squeeze toy sofa for stress. Like <laughs> <laughs> All just, the shows just we watch. Swag, yeah. You could sit there and squeeze it while you're watching Game of Thrones season nine. <laughs> or is it season things. eight? Uh, season eight will be the next season one. Season eight or the final one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the rest of Geek Elite Radio is at Geek Elite Radio on Twitter, at Geek Elite Radio on Instagram. <laughs> Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Radio is our Facebook page. And geekleetradio.com is our website. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on the Geek Elite Radio Network. But until next time, this is the Geek's Watch on the Geek Elite Radio Network saying, always remember to geek, geek out. out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.